Friends in Christ, to some, church is like, well, church is like Subway. It's made fresh. You know, they just don't make a sandwich fresh for you, but they'll make it fresh right in front of your very eyes. And you get to pick the type of bread you want, and you get to pick the type of, of sandwich you want, and you get to pick the vegetables on it. Of course, I don't want any onions on mine. And you get to have it how? Made fresh. Just the way that you like it. To some, the church is like Subway. Now, I'm going back to a jingle many years ago. To some people, church is like Burger King. Hold the pickles, hold the lettuce, special orders don't upset us. The only thing we ask is that you have it. What? Your way. To some, the church is like you get to have things how? Your way. You ever been to a Moe's? Well, Moe's is like this uh, new, hip sort of Mexican restaurant. It's an upgraded Taco Bell. And there you get to make your own meal. When you go in, there's a menu, and you get to pay $6.99, $7.99, $8.99, And you get to add how many extras you want with it, how many sides you want. And you exactly have a meal the way you want, and there they will make you this really big, cool burrito. Of course, mine are without onions. Now, at, on the Disney cruise, we were on the Disney cruise, there was an egg and omelet center. So when you go into the cabana in the morning, there's a big sign that says omelet center, and they'll take out a sheet of paper, and you can have an omelet made your way. Would you like spinach or ham or sausage on it? Would you like cheese on it? Of course, no onions for me. Would you like peppers? And they will make your omelet your way, and they'll hand you a little number, and they'll come bring it to your table when you're done. You get to have it how? Your way. Or sometimes I like to call it salad bar Bible. I get to pick and choose what I like and don't like about the church and the Bible. And once again, I get to have it how? My way. Some people have a theology uh, like Frank, I call it Frank Sinatra theology. Why is that? And now the end is near and so I face the final curtain. My friend, I'll say it clear, I'll state my case of which I'm certain. I've lived a life that's full. I've traveled each and every highway. And more, much more than this, I did it how? My way. To some people, the church is about what? Having things done how? My way. I have my opinions on how things ought to be, and I want to make sure that church is like Moe's, or it's like Burger King, or it's like the salad bar, or it's like the omelet center on a Disney cruise. I want to have it done how? My way. It's about me, myself, and I. Now, Judas was sort of a partaker in all those places. He liked the salad bar theology. And to Judas, what Jesus said was really odd. Jesus, I don't want you talking anymore about this kingdom of God and salvation and come for a ransom for many. I'm done hearing about you talking about the law and the prophets. Jesus, we need to get rid of the Romans, and we'd all be better off if you simply did things how? My way. Judas had real problems with the suffering Lord. Judas wanted to expand the bank accounts. Judas wanted to get rid of the Romans. Judas wanted to expand his own worth. And so what did Judas do? He betrayed our Lord. Can you read the verse with me? What are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? So he counted out for him 30 pieces of silver. Judas had a different agenda than Jesus. He wanted it done how? My way. So Judas betrayed our Lord, 30 pieces of silver, the same amount that a saved slave is sold for. He wanted things done his way. He was, I don't know, a partaker in Burger King and Subway and all that stuff. He bought into it. Now, Christ has his own way. Christ says this. 
The greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. And the second is like it, love your neighbor as who? That's Christ's way. Very different than Subway and Burger King in the salad bar. Love your neighbor. And Christ's way is also this. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. That, friends, in Christ is the great commission, and this is the great commandment. And Christ's way is the great commandment, and Christ's way is the great commission. And they do not go along with the Moe's or the Subway or the Salad Bar or Frank Sinatra theology. That's Christ's way. So, friends, in Christ, I am a church member, part three. And what's the title? I will not let my church be about my what? Preferences and desires. My church is not like Burger King or Subway or the omelet bar. My church is not about what I want for me. Now, this is what the author writes. The author is Tom Rainer. Can I read it to you? The strange thing about church membership is that you actually give up your preferences when you join. There may be much about the church that you like a lot, but you are there to meet the needs of others. Going back to love my neighbor as myself. You are there to what? Serve others. You are there to give. Servant, the word servant, is found in the New Testament 57 times. The verb serve is found in the New Testament 58 times. St. Paul says this about himself. Can you all read it with me? I... St. Paul said, the moment I came into faith, I really became a servant. It's not my way, but it's God's way. It's a great commandment. It's a great commission. Very foreign to our culture. Very foreign to Subway and Burger King and Moe's, that theory. Now, I'm going to ask you, pull out your notes. Just look at them really quickly. In the middle on number five, what I'd like you to do is there I've listed a number of different members. So let me, let me share them with you. Members on their deathbed, expecting parents, teenagers, young adults, parents, single parents, widows and widowers, school-aged children, middle-aged people, little children, those mourning your own. I want you to rank those people to whom are most important in the kingdom of God. So you rank what, which, which person's most important in the kingdom of God all the way to which person's least in the kingdom of God. Can you do that for me? Who's most important of all those people in God's kingdom and who's least important in God's kingdom to all those people? Are you ranking them? Now, I'm getting the same looks I got in my small group Bible study that I got at 5.30 and got at 8 o'clock. Who's most important in the kingdom of God? Say it. Who? Everyone. Everyone matters in the kingdom of God. We do not rank people in the kingdom of God. They're all important. They're all God's children. While they're on their deathbed with a few moments to live, whether they are not yet born whether they're children or teenagers, no matter who in her life situation, who matters in the kingdom of God? All do. And all are to be ministered to in the kingdom of God. There is not one more important than the other. The church is not about my preferences of who I think are more important in the kingdom of God. Well, hold on there right now. Teenagers are the most important in the kingdom of God. Because you know how teenagers live their life. It's going to determine how, how teenagers live when they're teenagers. are going to determine how they live the rest of their life. Well, that's good. Oh, no, 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 no way. Little children are most important because Jesus says, welcome little children, come to me. Oh, no, 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 uh, middle-aged adults are. Because Jesus spent a lot of time teaching middle-aged adults. Who's most important in the kingdom of God? Say it. Everyone. 
everyone matters. We minister to everyone, just not a certain few. So we can read through that. How'd you rank them? Why? What do you enjoy or not enjoy about the activity? And what do you learn? And just like in my small group, or our small group, and just like in the other services, everyone matters. Agree or disagree? We will never find joy in the church when we are constantly seeking things our, our way. Agree or disagree? We'll never find joy for always about me. Would you agree? Yeah, because someone didn't do it my way, and someone doesn't give me enough time, and we don't have enough funds to do it my way, and I prefer things to be my way. Never going to be happy with my way. No one can ever meet my way needs. What about this? We will find the greatest joy when we serve the most and don't need to be what? It's always better to give than to receive. There's joy there to be able to serve others. Now, the author, this is the author in a chapter. He talks about 10 characteristics of inwardly focused churches. And it's all part of the my way philosophy. This is what he found, okay? Check those that apply. Worship has to be just the way I want it, no matter the style. I really like the informal service. I really like the songs there. Oh, no, I really like traditional hymns. And I like traditional songs. No, I don't like that traditional hymn. I like this traditional hymn. Well, I don't like sermons this way. I like sermons that way. One thing about self-focused churches, they're always concerned about, I want worship my way. And friends in Christ, there's no way to meet everyone's needs. By the way, I was here. I came visited the bridge, and the bridge is a great blessing. But some people like the bridge, and some people what? Don't like the bridge. Nothing wrong with it. People have different styles and likes. Can't be just my way. Inwardly focused churches, minutia meetings. Lots of meetings about small details, never discussing the great commandment or the great commission. Lots of times talking about little bitty itty things. By the way, hate to say this, most of our meetings are about money. Yeah. But we don't talk about the great commandment or the great commission. Friends in Christ, you know what I'm looking forward to the most in heaven? There won't be meetings. There won't be any meetings in heaven. However, I think in the other place they'll have meetings, but not in heaven. What else self-focused self uh, churches? Facility-focused. Facility based on our needs and comforts rather than outreach. I'm saying this out of love because this is a topic for our church. Is our church facility really handicapped or disabled-friendly? What's the answer? No. That's an issue. It's been an issue, and of course, COVID has interrupted with that. But if I'm a disabled person, it's really hard to get into this worship facility. I probably talked to a half a dozen people, said, Pastor, I'd love to come to church. We just can't find a way, what? Into our church. So we're working on something. Is a facility just about my needs, or is it about the needs of others? I've had elderly people share they really like the bridge. Not because so much they like the style, but the bridge was on what floor? They're able to come right in and get to it. So inwardly focused churches, uh, I think more about my comfort than I do others. Or programs, insisting on programs for the sake of habit rather than programs that touch and change lives. Or we always did it this way. Are we doing programs and ministries here just because we've always done them? Or are we doing ministries and programs here because they actually make a difference? I think you know the answer. Um, inwardly focused budgets. Most, fans, most funds spent on needs of members rather than outreach. Are you familiar with Dave Ramsey, the financial guru? He's the third largest radio program in North America. Dave Ramsey has designed budgets for churches. Dave Ramsey says this, 
Every church, 20% of their budget should go to outreach. Where are we at? 20% of our budget toward outreach. Where are we at? Inordinate demands of staff ministry. Members have unrealistic expectations of staff. I'm saying this out of love. Understand, I'm, I'm saying this with uh, soft gloves on. What does a pastor do all day? What do the teachers do all day? What exactly do you do all week? Where was the pastor there? I didn't see the pastor. I didn't see this person here. I didn't see the person there. I'm saying this out of love. I, when I take off my robe, I take off my shirt, I do not wear a red and blue shirt that has a big S on it. That's not me. Okay, there, there is no such thing like that. Okay, some people, I'm saying it out of love, okay, or entitlement attitudes. It's a catch, catch all for all points. My ministry deserves special care. My ministry is more important than your ministry. My ministry is the most important ministry in the church, and well, too bad for you because I'm entitled to have this ministry here. Which are important? All. Who's important? Everyone. Nobody has a special ministry, say, more important than others. We're all part members of the body of Christ. More concern over change in the gospel. Uh, some people are more upset about change than reaching the lost. Now, I understand this. I understand if, if we don't like the bridge. But a lot of people have shared with me, well, you know, when we had the bridge, there were some people who never came to church before. I remember talking to Pastor Lurie and saying, yeah, there's some things about the bridge that really aren't quite 100% doctrinally true. But I'd rather have him sitting in the bridge than sitting in Bob Evans. Rather have him here listening to this, and maybe it's not 100% correct, but I'd rather have them there. See, sometimes maybe a little bit of change, it's hard for us. Well, you heard the joke, how many Lutherans does it take to change the light bulb? Have you told you that one? It takes eight. One to change the light bulb, and seven to talk about how much they like the old light bulb better, okay? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, good, you're laughing. <laughs> God change our pastor. No, just kidding, okay. Um, anger and hostility. I'm really angry about stuff and members. I'm angry. I went to the church potluck, potluck and they ran out of baked beans. I'm angry someone didn't get visited. I'm angry somebody picks on my kid. I'm angry about things. And sometimes that comes out. Inwardly focused churches. And evangelistic apathy. I don't share my faith. I care about others' eternal welfare. Where the church is our institution, we really exist for others. I'm not saying this is us. This is just things the author brings out about churches about my preference. So he sort of summarizes it. Let me read his summary to you. What do all these have in common? Me, myself, and I, Tom Ryder writes, I want the music my way. I want the building my way. I'm upset someone didn't visit me over and over. I don't want to change anything. Once again, biblical church memberships about what? How can I serve you? How can I serve others? It's not about me. And so, friends in Christ, from Philippians, we are to have the same mind with Jesus Christ, who, though, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but rather emptied himself and took the form of a servant and became man, and was obedient, obedient even to the point of what? Death on the cross. And friends in Christ, our attitude by God's grace is to be the same. God becoming man and living with us, as a theology professor once shared, is like you and I becoming roaches so we can live with the roaches in roach motels and help them. God left heaven to come to our messed up world. Our attitude should be the same as Christ. Christ gave all for us. Church is not about my preferences, but it's about us and others. So, um, 
What happens when we run into a person whose attitude is not of Christ, who believes the church is about my ministry and my way, how I like it? Well, we, we listen to a sermon, we might want to chew them out and say, can you be a little less self-centered? But once again, remember, serve them, love them, and remember the cross. Win them over. The church is about all of us. Everyone matters in outreach. So those of us underneath the grace of Christ, the author says this third pledge, as you read it, it's meaningful to you. Take it into your heart. So can we read it together? I will not let the church be about my preferences. That is self-seeking. I am a member of the church to serve Christ and to serve others. I can deal with any inconveniences and matters that just aren't my preference or style. So blessed by God's grace, all God's people say, Amen. Amen.